Hey y'all, welcome back to a, another episode of Black Packing. I am your host, Jerrica, and on today's episode, we have James with us. What's up, everybody? Thanks, James, for coming on the show. Um, tell, us, tell, us, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. I am James, and I go by the Ethnic Explorer. I am 30 years old, and right now... I am living in Virginia, in the middle of nowhere, actually, Virginia. And um, my name, The Ethnic Explorer, came about because I wanted, like, a clear indication of a Black person or BPOC person being in the outdoors. I wanted the name to stick out, and people would automatically, like, you know, just assume, okay, hey, that must be a a Black person who's into the outdoors. And that's why I chose that name. That's that's basically it. Cool, cool. Um, I love that that you said you're 30. I am also 30. I will be turning 31 on Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday. Oh, uh, Time's like flying by. I, I really feel like I'm going <laughs> to. Thank you. Thank you. I really feel like I'm going to just like wake up and be like, whoa, like, dang, like I'm 31. Wow. Like, what, how did that happen? Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is just like creeping, creeping up on me. <laughs> well, anyways, cool. So you're in Virginia now. And is that, is that where you are originally from? Yes, I'm originally from Virginia, but I moved to Tampa, Florida for a short while and I got spoiled by the weather and now I'm back up here and it's all cold and windy and I'm just like, oh, I wish I would go back sometime. Yeah, that's that's the that's really the beauty of living in Florida. I think the only beauty in my opinion of living in Florida is the weather. Yeah, my opinion too. That that's literally it. That's what kept me down there for a while. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, how, how, like, what were you, what were you doing down in, in Florida? When I lived in Florida, I worked at a car dealership, a high-end car dealership, and I was a service porter where I would get the cars when you parked them on the service drive. And then I got promoted to the warehouse where I would ship out the parts. I was like, shipping and handling i don't know the exact name but it was that nature just stocking a warehouse shipping out parts and it it sucked oh you didn't like it (laughs) no i hated it and that's that's really the reason why i just quit and i came back to virginia to get away from that and actually do what i wanted to do Mm -hmm. and um what, what is it that you want to do what are your aspirations and dreams well, I want to be a content creator. That's that's like my biggest dream. I love making videos. I love just editing video. I love social media. So, And that gives me a, an outlet to help inspire other VPOC people to get into the outdoors too as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. There's like such a space for that and like ever-growing ever, ever growing space. Like I love um, kind of when I am looking for people to come on my show, like I feel like there's so many different people that I could ask to be on my show. And I feel like when I first started there, there wasn't um, like that, that space kind of created uh, for like BIPOC travel and like BIPOC outdoors. 
outdoorsy things in general. So it's definitely a space that's grown. So I love like seeing like new faces and like really meeting new people that are um, like trying to do that and like inspire other people to do that. How did you how did you get involved in the outdoors? Growing up in such as a small town, really, the population is about 500 people. So the, the whole town is literally in the middle of a forest. And uh, when I was about five years old, I would always go out into the forest, hike, go to the little creek. Of course, I didn't know it was called hiking at that point. I thought it was just me just going out into the woods and I would go out there with my cat and just walk around and explore. And there was this one time where I went out. I It felt like I went miles, but as a little kid, it was about a quarter of a mile. And I got lost. I got turned around. I'm like, oh, no, how am I going to get back home? And I looked at my cat. I was like, do you know the way home? And my cat literally starts walking. So I followed the cat, and the cat took me back home. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, uh, I'm, I'm not like a big cat person. They're actually starting to grow on me a little bit. But I've never been a big cat person because I'm allergic to some. But that's, that's, that's really cool. I'm a, big, I'm a big dog person, but I, I love to hear like that the cat led, led the way back. That's amazing. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm so thankful for that cat. <laughs> so you, um, that was kind of what got you into like being outdoors and outside. How 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 has that evolved uh, over time to the point where you know you're you're the ethnic traveler? It's it's picked up a lot as I got older because I started seeing more benefits and more of the way it was to escape like people judging me people just being rude all the time and it was just a way for me to unwind and feel free like like truly free and that's really it just keeps evolving and just something more serious like every time I go out I feel like it just becomes more and more of a, a obsession I guess you could say but um but it, it's evolving and then I noticed other times when I would go out as well I would not see many black people if any black people and like that's really what sparked my just wanting to get other black people out because every time I would go out I'm like where are the black people I can't be the only one that wants to reap the benefits of the outdoors. And there's a lot of benefits to the outdoors, mentally and physically. And I feel like everybody can benefit from that and everybody should be in the outdoors and everybody has roots in the outdoors because our ancestors all knew about the outdoors and the benefits that the outdoors offer. And they knew how to do everything in the outdoors. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And that's probably why you feel so like free. You're like connecting with your ancestors and your roots, and it feels like very good. Definitely, definitely. Yes, that, yes, that is exactly right. That has also helped me connect and try to look back on my 
my what my ancestors were from and all that. So it's it really inspires you. Um what what what's kind of your favorite place or what what place has like really really blown you away um that you've seen outdoors? My favorite place is the Great Smoky Mountains. Definitely the Great Smoky Mountains. That place blew me away. And when I went to Charlie's Bunyan, that's a, a overlook on the Appalachian Trail in the Great Smoky Mountains. It was cloudy and very windy and rainy. But just standing on that rock, like 6,000 feet in the air, was amazing. And the clouds would break. And you could kind of see the view. And it's, it's sheer drops on each side. They're like a thousand foot sheer drops on each side and the rock was wet and I was coming off of it and I kind of slipped but I got I was I was smart enough to get low so I caught myself um but that that is definitely my favorite place of all time yeah yeah cool I love I love the Great Smoky Mountains um I heard you mention the Appalachian Trail have have you done the whole thing or have you done parts of the AT I've done a lot of parts of the AT in Virginia and North Carolina way, but I, for, for me, I just don't have that aspiration to do the whole trail because after that, that would set the bar like super high and then everything would just be like blah after that. Yeah. Like, I kind of <laughs> want to just keep that magical feeling in nature and just not you know overdo it for myself me personally i feel that i feel that um what are some trails or national parks that you are like top of the list like that you're dying to go to right now number one is definitely joshua tree number two is the redwoods and all these parks are going to be out west pretty much yeah (laughs) um the Rocky Mountain National Park in Colorado. I definitely want to go see those places the most. Those three places are just like on my my immediate list. Mm-hmm. So I really want to knock those out of the way. But I, I would like to experience all of them and the National Forest and BML land. BLM land. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, that's the way to do it when you're... Um, <clears throat> traveling in the states um a lot of people i think it's like actually starting to catch on but i I remember like a lot of people like didn't know about blm land and like that you could camp out there for free in certain parts so yeah there's it definitely can be can be done doing a cross country trip affordable and just uh camping along the way that's uh that's kind of what i did like most recently and that's what I've been kind of focusing this season on. I've kind of more so done previous seasons on traveling abroad. And this season I've been, uh, I guess, forced to talk about like traveling in the States and outdoors traveling. And like, if we can't like, you know, get on a plane and go somewhere, like how are we like still getting out and like being adventurous and what opportunities are out there for us to be adventurous? There's so many um, definitely outdoor groups that um, kind of, you know, cater to uh, BIPOC individuals and like 
keeping us safe and like showing us um, different outdoorsy things that we can do. Um, so you got the you got the van right now. You're working on that. Oh yeah, I it took me three months to get the van to where I'm happy with. I'm probably never gonna stop building on it, but it took three months and around a thousand dollars which is not much and this van was actually just sitting at the edge of the yard in my family's place and i asked since it used to be like my old basketball league van it was just sitting there like tires flat Mm -hmm. dirty grungy and i asked my dad i'm like what are you doing with that van he was like nothing and I was like, can I have it? He was like, yeah, you can have it. So he literally just gave me the van. Nice. And then I start building. So this whole journey cost me a th- around $1,000. You can't beat that. That's that's like amazing. Yeah, especially. What, so uh, what, what all have you done to your van so far? I've done. All right. Let's see. I'm going to start with mechanical. <laughs> so I had to crawl under there, disconnect the filler neck hose, and stick a tube down there and drain out the old gas. And then after that, I had to buy a battery, and I changed the fuel filter on it. I added fresh gas. I, I'm a, And I also got four all-terrain tires for it, and I did a bunch of, like, painting of the rims, getting some of the rest spots off of it. Um, For the inside, I built like a little table area. I did a shag carpet, which is actually a throw blanket over the original carpet. So I don't have to worry about it getting so dirty. I can just take it out, dust it off or Mm -hmm. wash it. Um, I built a bed in here. I got the roof net, the LED lighting like four magnetic LED lights, CO2 detector. For the back doors, I built a flip-up kitchen or flip-up table area where I could cook outside when the weather is, like, so nice that, you know, I don't want to stay inside the van all the time. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I think that's about it. I'm probably missing something, but I think that's about it yeah cool cool um and about how long did it take you to do all of that it took me spread out across three to four months okay that's not bad to do it all yeah that's not bad at all no it's it's really not and that's constantly like doing stuff to it um but if i would have had the funding so my um my community helped me to fund my van to help me build out the inside and if it wasn't for them it would have took me so much longer it probably would have took me over a year (laughs) to get this done but they donated so much to help me get this van going so they could see me go create content i love that i love that um, would you say, cause I know like a lot of people like van life is like huge right now. Uh, um, and like the prices of vans are like pretty, it, um, expensive right now. And I know a lot of people are converting vans. There are like some vans that already come like converted that you can buy or rent. Uh, how, like, 
I guess how easy is it for someone like that doesn't really like know what they're doing to like convert a van into a living space? Well, this was my first ever conversion. I had no idea what I was doing on building the inside of the van, Mm -hmm. but I did know the mechanical work. I just didn't know how to fabricate all the big frames and walls and stuff, but I just YouTubed it. Everything is literally on YouTube. That'll show you how to do it. And the prices of the lumber right now is pretty ridiculous and the quality is down. So Mm. it's pretty hard to find straight pieces of like two by fours or two by threes or whatever. But overall, I would say it's super easy. And if you really want to do it, you can do it. Cool. Cool. Very expiry. What, uh, what are the next steps for the van? Where, where are you thinking about taking it? Well, an opportunity was arising to go out to California. Um, I thought about taking the van, but I'm not sure that it's mechanically ready because I don't want to take it over 2,000 miles on, like, the first trip. So I think I'm just going to go to George Washington, Thomas Jefferson National Forest, and hit some forest roads, do some camping, hit some trails, and uh, just chill out there and see how the van does. And if it does good, I'll probably just hit out all over the place, even Canada. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, and if you get, like, AAA, you'll be fine. Or, or like, not AAA, but, like, some type of, uh, like, roadside assistance thing along the way. I just, for myself, I thought about just getting a box of, like, spare parts for the most commonly things that would fail and just trying to throw it on myself all on the road because I'm, like, really, like, strapped for cash. So it's just, like, I don't want any extra bills. Yeah, so yeah. I'll just throw it on on the side of a highway, interstate, wherever. Smart, smart. Um, what's an outdoorsy activity or thing that you are doing now and want to get better at or you haven't done and you really and you really want to try out right now i am well not right now because it's too cold but i'm doing paddle boarding and i started that last year and i I I have a skateboarding background, so it was pretty easy to learn how to stand up on it and paddle Mm -hmm. but i really want to like just get better and paddle faster yeah. because the faster you paddle, the quicker you can get to places or the better you can get out of like currents. Cause sometimes like the currents will pull you some direction and, and then like, you just got to keep going hard. Like my stamina is kind of down. So I haven't even like paddled in like months since it's been so cold. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, cool. Um, what, what advice or kind of wisdom would you want to instill in people or like encouraging words to get them outdoors? I would say at least try a easy trail starting out. Don't try to go on a backpacking trip or you know, <laughs> a really long hike first starting out. Just do an easy hike. It can be a paved trail. It could be a dirt trail, but just, Go out, get the feel for it, and if you don't feel comfortable, get a group of people or a friend to come with you and just get a feel for it and how things operate in the outdoors, what you'll see, what kind of animals. And then also it is a good idea 
to learn some navigation and survival techniques just in case you get lost in the outdoors you won't be completely thrown off or completely at mother nature's mercy (laughs) (laughs) do you have do you have a guidebook for for people uh, to, to help navigate them through the outdoors i have I have some uh, survival tips on my Instagram. If you go on the IGTV, I do have a few tips and teach people how to like tie knots and things like that too. Yeah, very cool. Do you do you have a uh, fire building lesson on there? Yes, I actually do. I think I may have two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I may have two actually. One where I do with a ferrous serum rod or a ferro rod, and then the other one I do with a lighter because you should always carry at least two lighters with you because that's going to be the easiest way to start a fire. And you don't want to be sitting there fumbling with a ferro rod trying to get a spark when you can just spark a lighter and light it up. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, have you ever seen that show? Oh my gosh, it's Alone. I feel like you need to go on that show. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. So many people message me and tell me I need to go on that show. But I'm completely not. I don't think I'm ready for it. Um, I, I don't do too well in like cold. And I think it's cold up there. And yeah, a lot of them are in like cold situations. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not too good in cold situations. But I am good around like wild animals. I don't worry too much about wild animals. I just, I don't know. I just have the vibe where I just don't worry about them. Yeah, I think I think for me, like the most impressive thing about that show is that people like all the, most of the contestants, like they're very skilled. And they go out there and they like build houses <laughs> oh, and like yeah. structures. I'm um, like, well, that's, that's how wild. I learned how to do some of the things I do. I watched like Joe Robinette. That was on the show. I watched uh, Greg Ovens with Rocky Mount Bushcraft. He also was on that show. So I watched some people who was on the show and I learned how to do some things that they do. But I don't think I'm that skilled and that ready for the show. <laughs> yeah, not yet, not yet. <laughs> well, is there um, is there anything else you want to uh, share with the guest? Um, well, I would say one of your most important things or important two things to carry with you while you're hiking, and this is bare, bare minimum, is a knife, and bear spray. No matter if you're in bear territory or not, that bear spray can protect you from people as well. So always carry some sort of bear spray or a knife, and that knife can help you start fires and split wood if you need to split wood or cut things as well. Yeah, that's... uh, No, thank you. That's really good advice. I, in my kind of outdoors experience, I've always carried a knife uh, for like the reasons that you listed. But now as of recently, after I almost got attacked by a bear, I like, I got the bear spray right beside me now. (laughs) Um, and it's like very, it's very, it's very, it's very expensive. (laughs) Yeah. an arm's reach. Absolutely. It's like, it's pretty expensive, but I, it's worth it if you're going to be outside, just like, like you said, not even if you come across a bear, but it's very, very helpful. 
Um, yeah, it, it'll protect you from anything, mountain lions, just, just anything. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, well, um, I appreciate you taking the time and, and coming on the show and telling us a little bit about uh, what you do and what got you into the into the outdoors and your and your wisdom and advice for for anyone that like wants to get outdoors. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I appreciate you wanting to even have me on the show. <laughs> well, where can people uh, find you and kind of like follow follow your your journey and um, you know see how you've built out your van and like all the trips that you're gonna take it on? They can follow me on my Instagram at the underscore ethnic underscore explorer. And also my YouTube, which is The Ethnic Explorer. If you just type that in YouTube.com, then you should I'll pop show up. up. I'm cool, the first cool. face. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Um, I appreciate it, James. Uh, it was it was nice to get to learn more about you and uh, what, what you're up to these days. Not a problem. Hopefully I did not ramble too much because I love to ramble when I talk. No, you you ramble just the right amount. You ramble just the right amount. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Um, Well, thank you all for listening to another episode. Definitely give James a follow and see uh, what what he's up to and and check out his van and all of his uh, outdoors advice that he has. And till the next episode, y'all, I'm out.